Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, welcome to the latest episode of Diversity in Fellowship. Uh, Today we are talking about the classic cultural debate between sweet potato pie and pumpkin pie. And so we we feel like it's hopefully uh, this this, uh, episode will be dropping on Thanksgiving week, so people are listening perhaps, preparing for Thanksgiving, preparing for uh, what they've got uh, for uh, this particular holiday. And uh, and one of one of the things that we want to talk about, although we do want to talk about sweet potato pie and pumpkin pie, but but really the issue that we're driving at here is hospitality. Yes. And in particular for us, how hospitality can actually serve diversity, right? Amen. Or encourage diversity in fellowship. And so, uh, in order to do this, what we want to what we want to kind of start with, Kenny, is. First, we want to start with sweet potato pie. We're going to let you have the first word. All right. And and give us just kind of what what is what are Thanksgiving traditions from the black perspective? Yes. So we have to understand that sweet potato pie is a staple of the black Thanksgiving. You cannot have black Thanksgiving without sweet potato pie. It actually does not count. It does is not that, count as Thanksgiving. What, is that what we're saying? If there is okay. no sweet potato pie. All right. And the idea of pumpkin pie was very weird to me. Like, what are you talking about? Like, mm. how, how do you make a pumpkin into a pie? Right. Like, and, and I think I got, like, tricked. Like, it, it kind of looked the same, but it kind of looked different. I just thought somebody had did something mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I got tricked into eating it one time. And I was like, this is not sweet potato pie. So you you actually thought it was I thought it was sweet potato, sweet potato pie, pie, but you, it wasn't. And <laughs> did you think like this is just really bad sweet I, potato pie? No, or were you I like, thought no, this, this is, is not sweet potato pie okay. at all. And so, yeah, but sweet potato pie staple of the Black Thanksgiving. Black Thanksgiving, we go all out, man. This is uh some serious stuff going on here. Okay, like you're cooking days in advance. Like some people, you know, they're cooking all day Wednesday. You know, turkey is a is a big for a lot of people for Thanksgiving. Like turkey is just like a dish. It's Black just sand. a dish. Just a dish. Okay. I mean, maybe you get some deep fried turkey. Yes. It may become something special, but it's just a dish because you got ham. You may have some fried chicken there. Mm-hmm. Man, you got some greens. You got all types of soul food. Okay. You got greens. You got mac and cheese you got potato salad you got all types of stuff about to pop off anything that you can think of you're about to have for black thanksgiving um what's important though like you need to understand that there's a there's a surprise that comes in every once in a while for black saint thanksgiving surprise a surprise okay like some people think it's essential to their thanksgiving but you ever heard of chitlins 
I have. Yes, yes. I have. Yes. yes, I grew Chitlins. up in the South. Man, so. Chitlins. No, the I ain't worst eating that. smelling. <laughs> I ain't eating that. <laughs> the worst Thanksgiving smelling or otherwise, thing ever. Brother, I'm right. not eating that. People should not eat chitlins. I yeah. mean, that's my that's my point of view on <laughs> right. that. People should not eat chitlins because right. they're pig intestines. Yes. And the amount of cleaning you got to do in order to it's actually still not eat enough. them, it's, it's still, still not. not it's still not. <laughs> Nobody's ever cleaned right. them enough. Nobody has Kenny. cleaned them enough, man. You Never cannot boil them. them. No. You cannot put them in bleach or anything long enough to make those okay to eat. But some people get down on some chitlins, man, in, in right. the black community. And so that's that's generally, I mean, Thanksgiving is like a whole whole day, whole two-day event. Well, I was going to ask you, like, so I know within uh, from the pumpkin pie perspective in the white tradition, uh, football plays a big part of Thanksgiving, right? You eat your meal, right, and then you're like you watch the Cowboys or whoever it is, right? That that always plays on Thanksgiving. I'm not a right. big NFL fan, so Cowboys, however Lions, that works. Yeah, yes, Cowboys, Lions. That's yeah. right. Uh, so is that part of the? It can be. Um, okay. There's also like uh, usually a Spades game Spades. will pop off. At nice. some point during Thanksgiving. Now, now like, wait now. Are these just Kenny King's man, I'm, Thanksgiving traditions? Or are black people across America setting down, playing spades after they, should they eat their chillings? This is, this, they should be doing this. Like oh, this they is should a, be. They I should, see how this is working. Like, okay. you, you know, after if you don't teach your kids how to play spades mm. properly, anytime you have a black get-together, there's going to be a spades game popping off. Okay. Okay. And, and and I don't know if the the skill level has dropped off over the time since mm-hmm. we got you know computers and smartphones and all this stuff now. Right, but right. Black kids have to learn spades. Okay. At a very young age, like I I, I was learning spades like in kindergarten. Wow. Like it's that it's that intense. So a spades game might pop off. You may watch some football. Back in the day, man, in the hood, we used to <laughs> actually play football. Yeah, that's right. Like yeah. you go out and mm-hmm. play football. Sure. sure. Like in the big old field, and uh, I mean tackle football yeah. with no pads. Adults like I'm surprised, like we're even alive at I this know. point in time, <laughs> right? Yeah. So that's that's generally the black perspective okay. on on Thanksgiving. Now, give me the pumpkin pie sure. perspective on Thanksgiving. I mean, I, I don't know that it's that much different, but now I do have a confession to make. Mm-hmm. I have never had a piece of sweet potato pie. Blasphemy. I know. I know. It's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> never. I mean, I've never had a piece. In mm. fact, when first somebody first, it probably was you, were first introducing me to this, I was like, aren't they the same thing? Like, No. I didn't understand that there was actually a difference between. And I, I, I actually, I, you know, when we first when we were doing potlucks, I think somebody brought a sweet potato pie. Right. At some point. And I just assumed it was um, right. I mean, it not. is interesting, right? You assumed a pumpkin pie was a sweet potato pie. I assumed that a sweet potato pie was right. Mm. I'm telling you, man. This these cultural differences <laughs> run deep, man. They run way very much so, man. deep. So very much so. Yeah, I, I think um, it again. It varies from family to family. For for some families, I mean, Thanksgiving is almost bigger than Christmas. I yeah, mean, even. Uh, for my family, that wasn't necessarily the case. I mean, we uh, Thanksgiving was never a huge uh, do a whole lot of different things and and uh, do a meal. Um, now with with my wife's family, that's a little bit different. Uh, we have kind of a let's get the family together, and we would always go to her grandmother's, and 
hang out. And, um, and so I, now we go to my mother-in-law and father-in-law's house and, you know, they do the whole turkey. Now it is different. Turkey is the main. Mm, okay. I mean, now, now sometimes they'll do, um, you know, sometimes they'll have something different, uh, like a ham or something like that. But, but we, we always, you know, I always try to do turkey. I mean, that's kind of the main thing. Some of the soul food components are not necessarily there. One of the traditions we did and and my, um, my mom would do this. And sometimes my mother-in-law does this as well is we would take the, um, no, I'm thinking that's for, that's a different thing. <laughs> that's about the layout of tradition, <laughs> right? It's actually for Making January first. Yeah, right. it's uh, you know the January first tradition where you put the dime or whatever in your in the black eyed peas. Oh man, was that part of? Is that a black uh, culture? I mean, tradition? black eyed peas is a yeah. You put it yeah. in. You do black eyed peas. You put a dime in there, and then whoever gets the dime is supposed to have good luck for that year. Now, I haven't heard that part. <laughs> I don't like black eyed peas though. That's so. weird. Uh, I probably never got the dime. And that has absolutely nothing to do with. Thanksgiving. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, so hearing us talk about it, there's not that much difference. Not that right? much difference. Right? I mean, there is there is some similar. I mean, the the sweet potato pie, pumpkin pie thing is very interesting. Right. That both of us would assume the other is being served. Yes. You know, when we when we've seen it in uh, public settings. So I think that's interesting. What? So again, all of this is. I mean the reason the reason why we're talking about all of this is the issue of hospitality. Right. So how does hospitality serve diversity? I mean what 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 are we driving at and besides just laughing at each other and kidding around? I mean what what are we driving at as far as um this discussion about hospitality? Well, I mean when when it comes to forming relationships, when, when we're talking about diversity and fellowship, really what we're talking about is forming relationships with people who are different than you. And as we've talked about, even with our friendship and, and as we see even in the in the church, how feasts and, and meals were just a central part of, of forming that intimacy in those in those uh, environments and those relationships. I would say the same thing with um, what we're talking about here uh, with hospitality around th- around a meal. Like mm-hmm. meals, for some reason, they they break down some of that that awkwardness that yes. comes with getting to know people, and so Thanksgiving is a is a good opportunity for us to take advantage of that. Yes, it's an opportunity for us to to be hospitable and to um, make sure we're being intentional about inviting mm-hmm. others who who are different than us and into our family, into our homes, and and um, just mm. getting to know them and. Breaking down some of those walls that that tend to exist between um, people with differences, right? Okay, okay. Yeah. So, well, what would you say, brother William? Would you what would you add to that? And then, what would you say are some of the challenges to having this type of hospitality? Right. I think um, you know. I think one just kind of general challenge is we don't really know where to start. You know. Um, there, uh, there's, there's just kind of this, well, what do I do or what do I say or how do I get there? You know? And so I think, I think that's one just kind of a, of a general, uh, challenge. I think another one that, uh, that we faced is that I faced in my family is just kind of different personalities have a different approach to hospitality. Right. So, um, it's not every person just wants to have people in their home. Right. Um, and my wife is a little bit more on the introverted side. That's where she would, you know, put herself. And so there, you know, if I told her, hey, 
you know, babe, for the next week, I'm gonna we're gonna have people in our home every night, or we're gonna, you know, me, I'm like, no big deal, right? <laughs> Just have some people over and whatever. And and my wife, that's stressful to her, you know. And and of course, part of that is because, you know, she wants to keep the house clean, and I'm a slob, and so I I don't care. It's and, vice versa in our house. Like Yolanda, she wants everybody over, and I'm like, yes. Yes, you're gonna get one good hour out of me, right? And yes. then I'm gonna we have heard slide this, yes. off into a basement or something. If you go to Kenny's house <laughs> over Thanksgiving, you're getting one one, one good, good hour. hour. I'm gonna and be so engaged. He's and so, not gonna play spades. He right. watch. He might watch some football with you, but he don't want you to talk to him no. while he's watching. Right. One hour, and then I'm I'm, I'm gone. It's out. Okay. So, but I do think, I do think personalities can, can be challenging in that, you know, like it's, um, some people are, are just more comfortable in those types of settings, yeah. uh, than other people. And, and, you know, they can make small talk and that's just easy to kind of, you know, right. uh, whereas, you know, and, and we've talked about before, if you're going to lean into diversity, you're just going to have to be prepared for some awkwardness. Absolutely. It's just, it's just going to be there. And um and so awkwardness doesn't mean you're you're failing at it or you should give up or right. you you're blowing it. No, awkward just just means you're you're trying to get to know one another. You're trying to learn and um and so and I do think you're right though. I mean meals can help, right? Because you're just eating. You know, you're right. eating and you're talking and hopefully you can you know work work through that. So, but I do think that awkwardness can be a real challenge. What else would you say are maybe some challenges that we have to overcome? For this, and I think one that we've we've talked about, but it, it's something we have to fight against constantly. It's just the love of comfort. Like we we tend to gravitate towards people who are like us because we're right. more comfortable um, with them, and that's all all different races, ages, whatever you are. Hmm. Um, you you tend to gravitate towards people who are who are like you, and you tend to to just want to be in your own you know, in your own world versus uh, mm-hmm. coming into an environment that will be different. Yes. Like we, we fear the unknown. And so we, we just love comfort. And another thing we fear is that we, we fear that we are going to be offensive yep. to people. Like uh, if I bring this to, to the Thanksgiving meal that I have been invited to, right. am I going to offend by even bringing mm. this dish? Or mm. am I going to offend by saying something that um, I'm not supposed to say? Am I going to offend by <laughs> – this is something that is serious when it comes to spades, man. Am I going to offend by reneging in spades, like playing the wrong card on the wrong suit, man, that will start oh, a fight. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. <laughs> if I don't know how to play, See, if I say I know how to play spades, no, no, and no. then I get down and right. don't play spades right. You don't play right. You might get beat up. See, and, like, I have to ask you, this is an important spades question here, was, like, our rules were, if you, ch- you know, cheating was cheating, mm-hmm. but if you got away with it, Oh, you first of all, you're not gonna get away with it, okay? Because we we know we're gonna know, know the rules know frontwards yeah. and backwards, okay. right? Yeah. Like if you try, you play the wrong suit on, on like you win a book and you played the wrong suit and you come mm-hmm. back and oh mm-hmm. man, we are gonna find that out, okay? And, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. and then your partner is gonna be the one that want to beat you up, right? So I mean that's a I mean just right. different uh, traditions and and you don't necessarily know those traditions and you come in and you just fear that you're going to offend somebody yeah and you you don't want to do that mm, i think that's a big i mean I, I think that's a big struggle for the white culture yeah right uh is 
there's just always this fear of what if I say something that's offensive and I don't even know it. Right. You know, and so I'm, we're having this Thanksgiving meal and everything's going great and I think everything's wonderful. And then at the end of the meal, I find out that I've said something that's horribly offensive. You right. Know? And so um, now I think some of that's overblown, you know, yeah. uh, like some of that is just, hey, get over yourself and stop worrying about stuff so much. But then the other side of it, you know, can be, I, th- I think at times, you know, um, I mean, there can be some reality to that. You, right. you can say something that you didn't realize was offensive in that culture. And um, which I mean, I think it I think it means for both, you know, both uh, uh, or, or, or maybe I should say all races. We need to be better, especially when we're trying to do Christian hospitality and Christian fellowship. We need to be better at being able to say, hey, you may not know it, but that's right. That could be some people could really be offended. Lead by with that. grace. man. Yeah, you lead with grace yeah. and, you, and you just try to deal with it right there in the moment, you know, right. uh, rather than. You know, this is going to be awkward. Or, or maybe you, I mean, if it's, you know, you could pull somebody aside and just say, hey, you said this, you know, you don't yeah. want to. <laughs> but, but, there is, but there has to be some work along those lines. Absolutely. You, you know, and, um, and I think we have to push through that fear. I mean, the fear is going to be there. But you can't let that fear keep you from uh, fellowshipping with um, people who are not like you. Right. Um, you, you have to be able to push through that. Um, yeah. So... Maybe one more challenge that we failed to admit admit or uh, talk about at this point is the fact that we are living in a global pandemic. Absolutely. Currently. Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, hospitality is difficult right now. Very much so. Figuring out who, you know, I mean, some people you could invite to your Thanksgiving this year and they're like, I can't believe they invited me. I don't want right. to go. I just want to be around my family and, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, I mean, some people want to wear masks everywhere they go mm-hmm. and some people don't want to wear masks. And so you've got all kinds of different things that you're facing and, um, but I think, I think even in the midst of this, we can find ways to be hospitable and we can find ways to, um, to, to fellowship together, even if it's virtual, which I know is not the right. same, but, um, but you can do some of that, right. Yeah. And do some different things. Figure Any other thoughts something. as far as challenges? Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, the, I think those are good. Um, okay. You well, can then, do a pie swap during the pandemic. Oh yeah. Like you can give, mm. you can give me a pumpkin pie. And I can give you a, a sweet potato pie. I'm okay. I'm down. And then with we that. can do like a virtual Thanksgiving, mm. and I can watch you watch you have watch your first eat. slice mm. of sweet yeah, potato it's pie. Good. It's cool. And then you can watch me uh, mm. pretend to eat a bite of. I'm, I'm totally okay with that <laughs> as long as it just doesn't involve like switching like. And you're going to give me chitlins, and I'm going to give you like black eyed peas, right? Or something like that. Yeah, that's, let's that's do not that. fair. I don't think that's a fair. <laughs> I'm not going to clean the chitlins at all or anything. Oh, <laughs> brother. <laughs> No, I man. Right. I ain't going to do that to you. I wouldn't do that to my worst enemy. Okay. So, uh, well, let's, those are some challenges. Those are some ways that we can do it. What 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 are some other things? How how can we be open uh, to different cultural, cultural perspectives uh, in this regard, particularly when it comes to the idea of hospitality? Yeah. One thing that, you know, one story that really stands out to me from the Word of God is that we, we kind of need to have the the posture that God was trying to get, get Peter to have mm. um, in Acts chapter 10. Um, you know, Peter, he's on the roof. He's waiting on food to, to be done. He's hungry. And then he goes into, uh, he starts to have a vision, a trance almost, into mm-hmm. where he sees uh, this this blanket descending from heaven and it has all kinds of animals. And then he hears the words, rise, Peter, kill, and eat. And and Peter is saying, no, Lord, I, I haven't eaten anything unclean, right, ever, mm. right? And God is saying, don't you call anything unclean 
right. that I've I've made. And so we need to have that posture of, um, well, none, none of these people are, are unclean, mm-hmm. but the people who identify with these types of foods are not unclean. And so you have to be open to um, actually going and actually being a part of and, and understanding that these people are are made in God's image, and that mm. you you are supposed to. Uh, God wants us to be together with mm. one another. Wants us to fellowship with one another, and that yeah, you, there's going to be some weird things that you probably never eaten before, mm-hmm. and that is okay to to try those things out because God has made them clean, right? Through Unless Jesus it's Christ. chitlins, we know that. Unless the Lord it's has chitlins, not made then those you, clean. you should definitely not eat chitlins. <laughs> 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 this oh, is the key man. to this conversation. You right. should not eat chillings. But yeah, like like the Lord was trying to show Peter is that, you know, you can go to Cornelius's house and mm. those people are clean and their food are is is clean and mm. and that we should be willing and and open to um really going to fellowship with our brothers and sisters. Yeah. 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 What would you add to that, brother? Well, I think, you know, and this is I mean, this is kind of um, piggybacks off what you were just saying. Um, I mean, we, we have to love others more than we love our traditions. Yes. And, and so we have to be able to be willing to sacrifice some of our traditions. Right. You know, Thanksgiving may not look the same this year. It may yeah. look different because we've got different family here. We've got uh, different or, or different people besides just our family. Right. You know, and. Uh, I think there's a real value in that. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I mean, one of the things I've I've been impressed with with um, people at the church through my uh, years here, um, or or back, you know, when it was Trinity. I mean, I, there were several families who every Thanksgiving it was kind of kind of their tradition was is to have different people, right? You know, to have different people yes. come over and. Um, just open it up to as many people as they could. They would they would particularly try to find people who maybe didn't have yeah. family locally or didn't have anybody, you know, and so they would intentionally, you know, invite them. And I just thought, what a great way to right. love people and love on others. And, yeah, I mean, that may not, that's going to mean, you know, it's not going to be maybe just you and, and your family, and you're going to do some different things every year and have some different right. foods and, you know. And another hard one, is I mean you may have to your the timing of things may have to be different because it's the only time this person can only come for dinner and so instead of doing a Thanksgiving, you know, lunch we're going to do it at dinner. I mean yeah. you, you know you have to you have to be willing to change and do some different things like that. Um, Instead of playing spades, you might play Uno. You might have to do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You might have to do that. Um, Uno works, right? Um, it does. So. So yeah, I think that's. I mean, I think you have to be willing to, you know, love uh, one another and 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 really love people more than you love kind of traditions. Amen. Which is not easy. It's not. But but I do think that's. Um, I do think it's important. What else would you add? Yeah, you you were talking about how um, people were very intentional about inviting other people. Yes. And and I think that's important too. Like understanding that, hey, you may not be comfortable, as we talked about earlier, with a bunch of strangers in your home because yep. just your personality. But mm-hmm. uh, sometimes we just need to kind of break out of that a little bit. Maybe you start by inviting a couple and, and mm-hmm. then kind of grow from there as you get comfortable with that. But I think we have to be intentional about inviting people and being inclusive, right. uh, making sure that we are being intentional about incorporating other cultures and, yeah. and other um, age groups or whatever it is differences that we have that 
we be intentional about incorporating those things into our um, just just our fellowship. Um, right. When we merge churches, right? Mm-hmm. We we um, you all were doing the potlucks and and uh, the ladies were doing a wonderful job with that. But they, you know, I I came in and said, hey, let's do a soul food Sunday. Yeah. And they were willing to do it, and they did it. You know, I mean, it was one of the <laughs> most popular really Sundays that we had. Right. It was just good. Right. The food was good. It was good. So. Uh, and we tried. Uh, we we had different themes every Sunday. Like we had a, a Mexican Sunday or mm-hmm. or an Italian Mediterranean Sunday, and just trying to trying to do different things and and trying to make sure that we're valuing other cultures. Right. And we have to be intentional about doing that. Anything else you would add to that, brother? No, I think those are good. Right. I mean, I, I think those are good ways that we need to. You know, again, this is one. This is just one of those issues where, um, if we're not careful, uh, we can be really divided. Yes. Um, and um, you know, we can talk more as we get get to Christmas and think about that. That that holiday has its own challenges. Um, but even even just even just something like Thanksgiving, I, I think it's we have to we have to be intentional about how we think through these. Uh, as Christians, we have to think through how how can we be more diverse in yeah. our fellowship around the holidays, you know, yeah. and, and so just hopefully some of those are maybe just some things for people to think about through, um, through this year. So what's our, uh, what's our diversity resource for today, brother? The diversity resource for today is a book by Rosario Butterfield titled The Gospel Comes with a House Key. Practicing Radically Ordinary Hospitality in Our Post-Christian World. Yes. And so it doesn't necessarily deal with diversity, not necessarily diversity as far as cultures are concerned, but a, a more diversity in beliefs. Yes. Even. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's just a, a, be a good tool to understand how to do hospitality with people who are different than mm. you. Yeah. And, and realizing that this is the... This is a, a key that God has given us um, to reach people yeah. um, with the gospel and, and just to form relationships with people. Yeah. I was talking with Glenna about the book, and she said, like, you know, some of the practical things that um, she does in the book is, like, just talks about different meals that are easily, you know, they're, they're easy to prepare for a larger group of people. Because that right. can be, I mean, even just that can be overwhelming yeah. to somebody. It's like, how do I fix food for 15 right. people, you know? and how can I afford to do that? You know, and so what are some cheap, you know, cheap, easy ways to uh, yeah. to do that? And so it's good. It's it's just a good, uh, great uh, resource for thinking through how to be more hospitable. All right, so now we're ready for something. Uh, every every um, every week we've been doing the crazy question. Crazy question. And a couple of weeks ago, Kenny suggested that we come up with a jingle. Hey hey. And so um, I'm going to play. I, I I haven't shared this as my I haven't shared this with Kenny at he all. Has it? So this is a total surprise to Kenny, Uh-oh. and I'm hoping I can make it where everybody can hear it. I've got yes. it up pretty loud. I'm going to have to move my microphone a little bit, so hopefully we who can hear this. But this is this is my suggestion for our jingle <laughs> for our question every time we do crazy questions. So here we go. Do no no. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Wait, wait, wait. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Right. Do no no. He actually pulled out my imitation of a jingle that and is used incredible. It against me. 
Do you know how long I spent trying to get that, oh, make that work? I can only imagine, brother, oh, how long you spent brother. trying to. <laughs> so from now on, right, when it's time for the crazy question, you're going to hear this. One more time. Oh, man. That is going to drive me nuts. It is incredible. (laughs) Yes. So uh, sometimes it pays to be the guy who knows how to do the audio stuff and the one who's behind the scenes doing all that. Sometimes it's good just to be quiet about things, too. I need to be that guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, all that to say, what is our crazy question for the day, Pastor Kenny? All right. So we're talking about food, Thanksgiving, uh, trying different things. So what is the weirdest food you have ever eaten? Mm. Ever eaten? Yes, I'm <laughs> eating, 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 whatever. Eating. Um, we're not we're not serious about grammar here, right? <laughs> Let's. Uh, so I think I think for me it would be two. I'm gonna I'm gonna make. I'm, mm-hmm. I can't decide between these two, but these would be my two. So first, when I was a kid, one um, one morning, my I used to have I used to um, my dad and my aunt would fix these big huge breakfasts mm-hmm. when when um, when we were at her house sometimes, and so. Um, one morning they fixed they had squirrel squirrel yeah wow. and so they had like and they had boiled part of it <laughs> and they were they, what they did is they were actually going to eat the brain of the squirrel oh man yeah it sounded like some rabies and, about that and so they pulled out i mean and i'm not lying to you there was literally a skull like like oh, they had boiled man. the whole head right wow i don't know if that's how you cook it but that's what they had done they boiled it and they took the back of a, you know, mm. like a butter knife and cracked the scroll, skull of the, then peeled the bone back, Man. took a fork, and we dug in. So, yeah, I think that's probably, that's probably up there. It sounds like some West Virginia mountain No, it's crazy, stuff. isn't it? <laughs> uh, so, anyway, that was, I think that was one of the craziest yeah. things I've ever, tastes a lot like chicken, uh, mm, mostly. Everything does, right? It, it does. Um. The other one, the other crazy thing that I've eaten is what's called kapiluok, mm. which is coffee that has been fed to a particular cat, and then the cat digests the coffee and does what happens after digestion, oh, and then they man. they harvest that and uh, clean it up good, hopefully better than they clean up chitlins, oh, and then they... no, and that's then worse they, than chitlins, and then man. they make And they make coffee out of it. And I'm not going to lie to you, one of the best cups of coffee I've wow. ever had. Wow. So yeah, I got that when I was on a mission trip in Indonesia. So, man, okay. You got to try different You, you got to try it. It was trips, great. It was, right? it was great. Yes, it was good. We were serving. Mm. Uh, it was great. Very popular mm. where we were at, and so I tried that. So what about you, Kenny? What... <laughs> weirdest food you have ever eaten so uh for spring break one year in college we went down to new orleans and new orleans has like i don't like red lobster now because i had that was my first experience with like seafood cajun food stuff like that the food was experience with cajun food was in college was in college right new orleans and so now if i eat like red lobster it's like horrible but there was one thing that i ate down there that was so weird and i was like never again alligator sausage alligator 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 sausage not just regular alligator they had made it into sausage they had made it into sausage 
And I mean, it, it was this like high scale restaurant too. Sure, of course. And I was, was like, where else are you gonna get alligator sauce? Man, I was like, right? I don't know what's going on here, but this is so weird. <laughs> so was it so like weird. patties or No, it was like, like links. It was oh, like a wow. big big yeah. link. <laughs> and it did not look right. It did not look right at all. And it did not that taste not right sausage, at all. Like this so is not wrong. this is either not alligator or it's not sausage. Oh man. Like, I don't know what y'all have done here, but this is alligator not this is not right. Sausage. That's some good stuff, right? That is right. you you were, right? You were becoming part of the Cajun culture. Right. That was I was. I was cultural gonna try experience. everything they had. Right, I yes. drank Kapi Luwak in Indonesia. Man. Yeah, alligator I, sausage. I, the, in eating New the squirrel brains—that's like redneck culture. Right. Is that where? Is that Tell where we're at? That's too? mountain in culture. There. There, mountain man. culture. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah. So we encourage you try out some different uh, cultures and uh, fight for hospitality. Uh, look for ways that you can do that this Thanksgiving. And uh, thanks for tuning in. All right. See y'all. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.